Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There we go. There we go. We're good? All right, let's do this. Ready? All right, here we go. That was amazing. What's up, everybody? It's your coach. Welcome to the most positive podcast and the internet right now, the Coach HP Show. And today I have who I think is one of the most bold. I think you are. So, I think your story mm. is so underrated. Mm. And Oof. and I feel that because you are so s- special in your presence, mm. that people get confused with you that they think it's a presence thing, and they underestimate your substance. Oof. Does that make sense or no? Well, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't get speechless often, mm-hmm. but that's a, that's a amazing way to put it. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I often feel uh, underestimated. But you know why that is, uh, at least to me, because, and, and I have to warn you, for this podcast, mm-hmm. your intelligence level is up here and mine is down here. No, so I'm gonna, <laughs> remember, I can barely speak no, two no, languages. No, no, so, like, this is a up. this is a real conversation. Super real, super real. Nobody's putting but on any airs. No, no, oh, no, at all, at all. So, but so, yeah. as I start to read your story and I start to hear your vocabulary, mm-hmm. and I saw about you, I started hearing about you way back when, mm. but I was attracted to the story. Yeah. But it was incredible how smart mm-hmm. you are. Like you're just intellectually, like your vocabulary. Yeah. While listening to your book, I'm like. What are these words she even talking about, right? <laughs> so first, first question, yeah. how'd you get so smart? <laughs> right. Um, well, my parents are very smart. Yeah. You know, my dad is uh, what they call a savant. You know, he's a person who can absorb information and remember it. Like he doesn't need a lot to remember things, mm-hmm. you know? Um, he was born in a very small, small village on the very western part of Ghana. He was an orphan by the time he was 14, so he couldn't afford to go to, you know, high school or pay for any schooling after like eighth grade. Uh, but he still managed to get two PhDs. And he, like, when I was a kid, I was the house that, like, when my little friends would come over, we would, you know, be sitting like maybe eating at the dining room table or something like that. And he'd come over and be like. So what do you think about the uh, civil unrest in Nicaragua to like 10, 11, to 14, 16, you know, like he just has never come down (laughs) to a level. He's at one level and that's all he knows. And so it doesn't matter who he's talking to, you know, he just expects you to come up here. And so I think some of it is nature Mm -hmm. because I come from from people who have a certain way about them. But a lot of it is nurture. A lot of my curiosity is nurture. It's like my dad asking a lot of questions all the time, challenging beliefs, like, you know, interested in the world at large. And so that's why I feel like most of the time when I'm talking about stuff, like I can, you know, I can get down with, you know, like 50 years of hip hop, 
I can also talk about political unrest in Nicaragua. And right. Crazy, crazy. No, and the wordmanship is, <laughs> is insane. I was looking, I was like, wow, this goes yeah. so smart. And then while I'm reading your book, I'm like, she has a degree in English, yeah. right? And African-American right. studies, right? That's right. That's right? So you really understand a lot of stuff. My first question for you is when you start to figure out you're that smart, right? Mm. What do you start to notice in yourself? Do you start gravitating towards, uh, oh, I want to be a lawyer, or because yeah. we're, we're both sons of immigrants. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. So yes, yes. immigrants ain't about the creativity. No, no. They're about, They're about stability <laughs> and income. Never. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they weren't like, hey, you should do some TikToks. That'll be a good Go idea. Go make some money. Go make yeah, some money. Yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. your vibe, how did you start your thing? Yeah. Uh, well, because, you know, child immigrants, um, my dad wanted me to be a, a doctor. You know, I was always really good at science and math. Like, I naturally okay with it, mm -hmm. you know? But I was also the kid in high school who took Latin. You know, not because yeah. I was like, oh, I want to know a dead language, but because I was like, oh, that's going to help me on the SATs and it's going to help me when I get into medical school. That's, that's what crazy. I thought. Can you imagine? That's like, I was 16 years yeah. old, you know, 14 years old. Anyway, um, and since I was naturally okay with it I just went along you know I was like yeah sure why not sure I'll be a doctor you know you want the best for me right because right. not like my parents wanted the worst for me right so I was like yeah I'll do that so when I got to college that's what I majored in I was pre-med um, but I had always had such a love for everything pop culture also music and fashion and food yeah a little bit but also it was a survival you know I was li living in Colorado Springs Colorado we moved there when I was 12 from Ghana. Um, I needed to be able to talk to the other kids. They didn't know about the political unrest in Nicaragua. They right. cared about what the Denver Broncos did yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, you know what I mean? Course, course, so I needed to understand where Elway came from. Right. I needed to be able to rap to whatever was hot on the radio. Right. You know, I right. needed to wear the clothes that were cool yeah, because yeah. what was cool like six months ago no, right, might right. not be cool today, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and so by the time I got to college, like pop culture was a little bit of like my escape from the seriousness of carrying my father's ambition. You know, it was like for me, the thing that I could do that was just fun. And I didn't know that there was like a career in it. I just thought like I could do that. And so I was pre-med, I majored in English and then African-American studies because I was just so fascinated by uh, this history, which I certainly feel like I come from, right. you know? Right. I think there's also been a lot of lies told to us through history that somehow, like, descendants of slaves are not also de descendants of Africa. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're, like, it makes weird. no it's sense. Weird. Weird. And so it's like I looked at African-American history and thought those are my people too. Right. You know what I mean? And so um, for me it was like it was a mixture of all of these things that made me, you know, go into this route. But Honestly, by the time I graduated from college, I was like, you know, I could be a doctor, but shit is boring. And I don't know that that's where really my passion is. I didn't know how to tell my family that, yeah. um, especially my dad, but I knew that I couldn't do that without exploring if there were other options. 
I love you said that because uh, I feel like a lot of times, like almost in storytelling and learning from somebody, like people are like, okay, tell me from the beginning, whatever. Right. But I like to jump around, you know? <laughs> yeah. So as I read your book, I read your book for all the wrong reasons, right? I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to hear how she's a master marketer. Right, right, I'm going right, to hear right, how right. she yeah. finagled the way into this and that. And obviously the Spike Lee, that's what first got me was the Spike Lee story. Yes. Because I was like, wow, this goes so gangster. This was awesome. <laughs> See, I love this. Boom, 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 boom. But then it was all personal, yeah, right? And yeah. I felt so like empathetic yeah. for you. I'm like, this girl has had so much adversity yeah. and is such a winner the way she came out and yeah. more people need to see the examples that are put in mm. front of her because just even from ghana living in colorado is interesting then if you go to new york that whole experience was yes. super interesting right yes, yes, yes. so one of my questions is how did you become such a good marketer <laughs> um some of it came from that childhood experience, yeah. you know, of like having to navigate a society that didn't respect me. You didn't respect me or where I came from, right? It's like, right? Look, I was called African booty scratcher more times than I can count. Wow. You know, it's like there weren't a lot of people who would see the starving African kids on TV that it's like, oh, pay one cent and you'll feed them for a week. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then would look at me and be like, oh, I respect you. No, right. I was like, I, I gave your cousin over there <laughs> a penny to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're starving too, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's just, it, I didn't have a lot of respect. And so, well, for let me, me, well, let me ask you a question with that. Yeah. So you don't have a lot of respect. Who would coach you there? Because I'm sure mm. you have some insecure, like, what oh, the, yeah. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? People are yeah, like yeah. trying me. Yeah. So would you go to your mom? Yeah, yeah. Would you go to so your dad? Mom, yeah. Or would they like no, say, mom, no, listen. Because one. my dad, like my dad just operates like on a different plane. You know, yeah. he's just not like, if my dad was sitting over here right now, we wouldn't be having this conversation. He'd be asking you questions, finding out about your history. You right. know what I mean? Right. Challenging like some thoughts and philosophies. Like he's not, you know. So right. if I went to him with some like 12 year old problem, <laughs> He'd been like, he'd be like, um, who cares when we've got Russia? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I don't know. Can you just, yeah. so my, but my mom, my mom is very social. She yeah, is, well she's the, yeah, the she's one. the one who's like the mayor of the town. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and she's the one who, when, you know, kids were going to come over to our house, right? I finally broke into the cool kids circle. And they were going to come over, and I was like, oh, my God, okay, like, we need to order the pepperoni pizza. Like, we need to get some Coke around here, mm -hmm. you know, da, da. And she was like, absolutely not. We're not doing that. We're going to eat fufu and pepper wow, soup. That's, a, that's what we're going to eat. And I'm like, the fuck? What are you talking about? Like, I'm going to get kicked out of the <laughs> club before I even made it in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And for me, it was like. I mean, obviously, at the time, it was devastating because I was like, why can't we just have yeah, yeah, But now you get it. But now you get oh, it. Oh, but I mean, look, it's like, that's why when people say, oh, well, you know, how do you walk into these rooms that look nothing like you and able to command or walk in with your head high? Because I was taught the value of who I am, you know? And I'm not talking about no, like, you know, frou-frou yeah, no thing. Bullshit, no, bullshit, no. Like, like for legitimately, like, hey, everybody on the fucking planet believes that Africans are less than them. Right. And I'm going to tell you why you are not that. Right. And when you walk into a room, why you need to come with your history and know that it's important. And so that experience both shaped me as like just a person walking in the world and understanding the value of my opinions, my thoughts, et cetera. But also that in order to communicate with people, 
I had to, one, respect my own ideas. You know, it's like yourself when you're in a conversation. It's something that people miss a lot. You know, it's like when you meet somebody really interesting, you're not just interested in them because like of what they, maybe like what they're doing, et cetera, but because they carry a certain presence, you know? And they, they are confident yeah. in what they, they are. And that's why you're attracted to them. They could say anything they want, right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Right. And so marketing for me became a natural extension of that because it was simply just figuring out how to talk to people in the way that they want to be talked to when they are interested in football or they're interested in music or they're interested in cooking or whatever the thing is. Right. It's like, I can contribute my understanding of those things to the conversation. That's the, That's win. the win. Amazing. One thing that I love that you did is so, I feel that in setting this up, and I feel like you're official in everything. Right? <laughs> I'm official? Official. Like you're an official <laughs> person. You know, like you're just not, I'm the opposite. I'm yeah. like, like I'm a passion guy, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. tell me right now, yeah. hey, let's go do something. Like, let's go. I'm not, I'm not yeah. thinking about anything. Right. You're a winner. I'm just like a heart, right? I'm an attacker. <laughs> but you are. I'm watching your vacation, right? Uh -huh. And you are taking these like beautiful pictures like this, yeah. and I'm like, who thinks of that? Right? And then I'm watching how you, how you parent yeah. and the fact that you make your daughter do like a presentation, yeah, like, yeah. okay, oh, sure. you want to do this? You're yeah. going to tell me now reasons why, whatever, right. whatever, right? That's right, yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but I'm almost like the kid whisperer. I work with kids mm -hmm. all over the world, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And when parents reach out to me, and the majority of parents that reach out to me are successful parents. Mm -hmm. The number one gap between our generation mm -hmm. and these kids' generation now mm -hmm. is that parents don't do what you do. Mm. They don't invest time. They don't invest honesty, Oof. right? <laughs> they don't invest empathy. Yeah, big You one know, too. it's a big one too, right? Because yeah. uh, it, it's very hard and, and I come from the sports world, so it's very yeah. hard for, uh, you did it when you were young and your, your daughter can't do it. You, yeah. you look at her and going, well, well yeah, I don't know, why, why can't, can't you do it? Do it looks so easy. Why can't you walk in a room and be glamorous? Yeah. You have it in your blood, come on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's your DNA. It's your DNA, right? And you're like, oh, she does it like the dad. That's a damn it. He got me in another one. You know? But so yeah. I was born in Cuba. Being Cuban in Miami is almost mm. like reverse racism. Because if you don't speak Spanish, like right, the Americans are pissed. They're like, oh, nobody speaks English here. What the fuck? Right? So I don't yeah. know what that's like. Yeah. And in my brain, I have a thing where I feel everybody wants to talk to me so I don't see I'm just positive everywhere I go and then yeah. I, I when somebody I hear somebody likes me I'm like what yeah. how can they not like me you know <laughs> but you as yeah. as in your book you illustrate the struggles you had in a in a in a relationship where you're dating like a, a white guy and you're like yeah. hey look at this guy so happy here hey why is it like you were almost in your head with that yeah. kind of struggle yeah. and that to me was super interesting because I've never thought of that yeah right like right. I never thought about that right yeah where I do have a lot of empathy for you, obviously, is, like you said, like walking into rooms, making mm -hmm. sure you're this or you're that. And, yeah. and being Cuban, like, there's a lot of Cubans that embarrass the Cubans, mm. you know? Mm. And I'm sure there's a lot of Guyanese or there's that yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. almost like there's different layers because you're like an OG. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I'm saying, cause, and, mm -hmm. and there's a difference that because for some, my friends who are Nigerian and all stuff, there's yeah, some yeah. culture of people that are immigrants from Africa yeah. versus the United States. Yes, correct. Correct. And my and I want my question for you is I think it's all in the parenting. Mm -hmm. I think immigrant away from USA parenting, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mess it up. Uh, I mean, are the ones that are winning and the mm -hmm. ones that are local, like domesticated, mm -hmm. <laughs> they're too worried about mm -hmm. looks, 
this, the outside, making people happy, whatever. Do you agree with that or no? Do you see that? Yeah, look, I think that there's so many different types of parents, you know. Um, I could be very, very critical of immigrant parents because I think to some degree they cripple their children with aspirations that are too large. Right, right. You know, don't let them explore their full being, you know, yeah. that they carry the burdens of what they left back in some place. Yeah, yeah and they make them assimilate in a way that's really unhealthy, mm -hmm. you know? And so, to some degree, I'm like, there are positives and negatives right, 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 of right, all right. kinds, you know? Yeah, of course. But I think to your point about parenting generationally, the thing that I am really proud of myself about, you know, and how I parent my daughter, is that, you know, this is not a passive, like, ownership relationship. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she doesn't yeah. belong to me as like somebody that I've got to manage right. and make her do the thing. Da, 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 da. I do not see it that way. Whereas I know my parents saw me that way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. They were like, no, this one is mine. Right. And you're going to do this, this, that, that, that. Right. Right? Right, right? I see myself as almost like a, a champion and a vessel to get her to where she needs right. to go. Right. You know? Right. And that is why when it's like, oh, okay, you want to go on vacation? Fantastic. Tell me why. You know, it's not like so, it's not like a challenge that I am making you feel lesser than, like you're less smart than me, and now I'm going to make you beg for it. No, mm -hmm. I, I actually I'm curious as to why you want to go there, right. and do you even know why you want to go there? Right. Like, right. or are you just picking something to pick something? You know, right. Right, right. and you should be curious about the world, and you should be curious about your experiences. And oh, for your Christmas list, oh yeah, you should be interested in that pair of sneakers that you want. Why? Because other kids have it, or you think there's something special about it, like it's gonna make you run faster, or like what, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's, I feel like there's gotta be rationale, and it, and it helps for critical thinking, so that it's not even just about that presentation or that shoe. It's like it applies to your entire life. So therefore, it's like, okay, you're making friends, you know, it's like you're talking to people, you get to know people at school. Like, you're going to be more critical about what you think, about their opinions and what their influence is on your life, because I'm teaching you to be critical thinking about everything. I love that. You know? That. And that's the difference of the parenting. So for me, it's like, look, I also don't want her to carry the burdens of the shame of where you come from. You know? It's like, what I just told you, it's like, look, my mom was, in, like, critically important to allowing me to understand that like where I came from was important. She only spoke our native tongue at home. You know, and when my little friends came over, she didn't switch to English. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, for me, it's like, look, there were lots of my other Ghanaian friends whose parents were like, no, no you no speak Ghana English, English only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at home, that's it. it happens with Spanish. You know what I mean? And lose Spanish. your accent yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for me, it's like, look, I started taking Lael back to Ghana almost immediately after she was right, born. Because right. I'm like, you need to know where you're from. You know, and her dad is Italian, so I'm like, all right, let's go to Italy too. <laughs> you know, you like, and people all day long will be proud to be from Italy. I want you to be proud of both. You know, I want you to say both with your whole chest that that's where you're from. I love it. Why, why do you like Beyonce so much? <laughs> why do I like Beyonce so much? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, well, one, she's a very talented musician. Yeah. 
and performer. Right. I think maybe the best of our time. Like really, yeah. I look. I would argue with somebody. Like we could go fight outside yeah, 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 about yeah, it. You know, yeah. like she's just remarkable in that way. Her artistry is incredible. Um, I've also known her for a very long time. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was privileged enough to see her way in the beginning. You know, the early Destiny's Child days, mm -hmm. and then in her transition into a solo act. And at that critical time where she was going from being in the girl group to being her own performer mm -hmm. and how much hate and criticism she got wow. and how much people underestimated her. You know, I remember, I think it was like, I don't want to misquote, but I think it was a Source magazine had this article that was like Ashanti versus Beyonce. The and they were like, Ashanti's gonna destroy Beyonce. Like I said, and no disrespect to Ashanti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a Ashanti's beautiful good. performer too. But yeah. also why are we pitting these two women against each other, first of all? Yeah. But then also the fact that it's like, look, somebody could read something like that about themselves and completely like disassemble. Yeah. You know, it's like it will make you crumble. And it takes a lot of fortitude, especially when you realize that there's not a lot of success of solo acts coming from girl groups. Diana Ross is the only other one, okay? So it's like you got the odds against you. Now you got these people saying that you ain't shit anyway. Right, 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 right. right. And then you're gonna come out and you're gonna be the queen. Yeah. Like, what? So I, I like her for a number of number reasons. reasons. Number of reasons. Yeah. So I always tell people, I go, I go, women can raise women very well mm. like women are very in, in my world from what i see mm -hmm. because they all want their daughters to be like beyonce independent <laughs> they don't want guys running up on you know what i'm saying they're like very like that but one of the reasons why and i hope it happens yeah. soon that i want you to have, have boys have sons, sons <laughs> is because i would love to see oh you God. as as a boy mom oh because yeah and the reason why is moms struggle with boys mm. for so many reasons mm. And I thought that was like the better relationship, is it not? Why, in the brain. Why, why do you this is why they struggle. Yes, I'm going to tell you why they struggle. Yeah. So I started to, so when I, in my journey, when I started doing research with kids and working with kids and parents reaching out to me, mm -hmm. an example, we do baseball practice. Mm -hmm. So you take a five-year-old baseball practice mm -hmm. versus a five-year-old dance thing okay. for just girls, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girls get out of the car with the moms. They're in uniform already. Mm -hmm. They're very independent. They know where they're going. Mm -hmm. They're going to a studio. The line stops here. Parents ain't going in, right? right, right? right, right it's right, like, right, hey, right, okay, right, bye. Right, and right. they take over everything, right? Yes, yes, yes. The boy stuff, completely different. Oh. Mom walks out of the car, yeah. carrying the kid's equipment. <laughs> the kid thinks he's on a play. He's like, la, 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 <laughs> missing his hat. No water. She's dragging him around the thing. Yeah. And what I tell parents, I go, listen, you can't prepare a warrior mm. when you bring in a baby. Ooh. So from the beginning, oh you have God. to set the tone. Yes. And yes. now there's, so but there's, there's ways, and this, I'm yeah. obsessed with this. So there's ways to set the tone. And what happens is moms are losing because they didn't do what you did. Mm. You found yourself before your, your your husband's incident, your ex-husband's incident, you were like, man, this ain't working out. Yeah. This ain't working out, this ain't working yeah, out, this ain't working out. And, and yeah. you started to figure out what moms do is, especially in places like Miami, LA, like big places, they stay on longer than they should. They start dating other guys. They start worried about themselves. They let themselves go. There's so many things. So the only human being that gives them affection and looks at them is who? Oh, 
that beautiful baby boy. Oh, interesting. So the, the, the affection that they give that kid, he doesn't understand that. Because if you give that to a man, he knows exactly what to do. Right. Oh, you look at me like that. Here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Game over. <laughs> but a little baby's like, oh, yeah, mama, yeah. mama. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't want to go to school today. I don't want to go to school. Let's go. You know what? You're right. No, no school today. No school. Oh, That's day God. one. Mm. Then it's day five. Mm. Then they're with the iPad. Forms. Nobody wants to parent. Mm. Right? So but in the girl world, yeah. that happen, they're so competitive with each other. Mm. And the mom, she's like, oh, no, no. But in the boy world, that happens. It's like a little, how do dads react then? And the problem with dads is this, majority of dads don't step up. Mm. Wanna know why? Because they're in the wrong relationship. They're not held accountable mm -hmm. to themselves. Mm. They're trying to make more money than they need to make. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Capitalism. Yeah. It's, it, now, capitalism is amazing. It's the best yeah, thing yeah. ever. It's why we yeah. came here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem is... Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's a certain time and place for everything. You're taking Santorini trips in your yeah. 40s. You weren't doing that in your 20s. That's what it was not. Couldn't afford it. Right? But now what happened? Everybody's like, oh, look at Bozer. I want to go there next week. And yeah, you're like, dude, yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah, even put yeah, in the work. Right, right, right. right? Yeah, 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 and yeah. and yeah. work so hasn't become sexy. Mm. Values and speaking hasn't become sexy. What's become sexy is you. Mm. Hey, I see her there. She's with the thing. And then yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. who it's thinks like of the this? Hustle, hustle culture is sexy, but it's like, no. But not really. But, but yeah, not exactly. really. But it's like, no, but the work, though. Exactly. The work, though. So, that goes so, into the hustle, But though. that's why with you. That's some people don't see. But with you, people get confused. They're like, oh, wait a minute. I just got to get in shape, right. look glamorous, and life's going to be great. It is Ooh. if you're working in nightclubs yes. and you're doing stuff like that. Yeah, that's a great avenue. But even that. But if you go to corporate America or these places, yeah. what are you going to do now? Yeah. Because every office has a hater, yeah. every office has a thing, there's, there's boundaries, there's this and that, you right? Prove your work. And your maneuvering skills around that mm -hmm. is spectacular. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about with you is more that than, yeah, yeah. yeah and all your friends, they pump you, oh, you look great, it's beautiful, awesome, which is awesome, right? Yeah. But if there's no substance, oh, yeah. they're gonna watch you go, all right, next. Evaporates, it's like a sugar high. Yeah. You know, if all you're getting is the glamour and like the good times, pretty soon that's gonna run out. It's gonna run out. You know, it's like, you're not going to keep that up forever. I know people are not that interested. You know, they're interested for a little bit on yeah. the shiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is that, like, I, I said a long time ago, I was like, you know, beware of what you think is shiny because there's steel underneath. Of course. You know, of it's course. like, yo, look, if you come over here, you know what I mean? And yeah. you just think it's this shiny, yeah, yeah. I'm about to show you some real steel. And the thing is that, like, look, you've got to have that, though, in order to have duration. It's like, you can burn out. Anybody can do that. Anybody can get glamorous and just like, boof, do a bunch of big stuff and then you pewter out. It's like a firework. You know, I don't want to do that. I want to be like a roaring fire right. that's on all of the time, that adds more wood to it, 
pour some gas on that joint right, too, right, right, right. you know? Add some little timbers, add some coal on there. Right. You know, it's like, I just want to sustain. Right. And so I'm not looking for the fast sparkle, the thing that explodes in the sky. Now look, you know, have you, you've seen a bonfire before, I'm sure you built some. You never know, built a bonfire? No, no Miami, we're not doing bonfires. Oh, come on. <laughs> but I, okay, I know Colorado, what that is. I built some yeah, of bonfires. course, of course. Okay. You're living life in Miami, we're not living life, trust me. <laughs> We're worried about the beach, the club, how we look. No, you have essential skills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can go camping. Yeah, okay. we're not camping. Don't we're not doing camping. The high yeah, okay? you're, but that's like, why you're a winner. I'm telling you. You know okay, what I'm saying? Survive well, of course you can. But you know, but in, the, but in the bonfire, it's like sometimes you have the embers that spark. Yeah. You know, and they could, yeah. they come up. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Versus like just being a firework out there yeah, that's so. like explodes and then it's done. Fizzles. Finished. You. It's so interesting because I, I talk a lot about something called with parents, the Cuban guilt. Mm. There's so many people because people reach out to me on all phases, right? I get a lot of people that reach out to me, obviously in the parenting thing through the sports. Mm -hmm. But then I have a lot of 20, 30 year old, 40 year old guys that reach mm -hmm. out to me, asking me for advice mm -hmm. on, on a bunch of things, okay. right? I always tell people, I go, listen, uh, when it comes to that, it's more important to have a happy, uh, I think when you become an adult, people have to earn the right to be in your life. Mm. Oh, yes. Especially, and especially family. Yes. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Especially family. Ooh. But you, on the yes. other hand, you are special because you took care of your dad yeah. when no one else did. No and, and he made oh, it yeah. uncomfortable for you. And yeah. your dad, very similar to my dad, mm. in the sense of like, my dad's the kind of guy that missed his calling in life youngest of 15 kids very smart dad died when he was eight years old but my dad has no tact whatsoever and my dad makes people shorter and fatter i make them taller and skinny he makes the guys more balder he makes the guy so he's so blunt he's old school cuban guys like oh yeah whatever yeah but i could not imagine me living with my dad now i, oh, oh like, I wouldn't even talk but you did that special that yeah. makes you so special and you should deserve a lot of credit for that right Man. and a lot of tolerance of, of maneuvering that right yes what would you in that time both tell yourself we're like this is going to be over one day or you just like look i i just got to do it what, yeah. what did you tell yourself um you know i think a lot of it was just empathy you know i didn't even I wasn't like counting down the days so it was over. I was more feeling like, what if I were in those shoes? Right. You know, how terrible that would be. And you wouldn't want to be in a situation where you didn't feel wanted or whatever, right? So right. I took on all of the burden of being like, okay, let me just try to keep peace. Because again, like, just to be clear, for folks who have not read my book, it's like, the first time my dad came to live with me, I was, 25 years old, 26 years old. I just got married. We lived in a studio apartment in Manhattan that was 600 square feet. With the sheets, you were putting Man, on, you were look, putting on imaginary I, yeah, barriers. Look, I had a bookcase that you could see through to the bed. I put a sheet on one. Now side. you take photo shoots with sheets look, in, in, oh, in Europe, oh, and back oh, then that, that was like your privacy that, divider. That was a privacy divider. I didn't, couldn't even afford to get like a you know, color, screen. yeah, or like or a color sheet, sheet, probably like white no, sheets. Man, this was a blanket. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It was like I had to manage between being responsible for my dad and being responsible to my husband. Yeah, you know, a new wife. 
<laughs> where it was like, okay, it's like, I'm, I'm also just trying to figure out, like, what is a wife anyway? Like, right. how do I do this? Right, right. Especially to a white guy. Right. I don't even know, how, I don't even know where to begin, right. you know? And for me, it was like, how do I simply keep the peace? Because I don't want my dad to feel bad. He's in a tough spot. Right. He and my mom had just divorced. He was like, trying to figure out what to do. He didn't have any place to go. How old was he at the time? Oh, gosh, how old was he? I think like, just over 60. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Because your parents are older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had you at what age? Uh, my mom was 28, okay. and my dad was, I guess he was like, yeah, 35. 35. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, there was a, a responsibility, I felt, for sure, but also just empathy and feeling like, okay, if I was my dad, how, you know, I want to be in a place, you with your kid, you know, you feel bad already. Like, you don't want to feel worse. Yeah, it's your lowest, style, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And also, oh, I got to feel empathy for my husband. Like, you were here with your new wife. All you want to do is... Yeah, you take her down 24-7. Every day. Yeah, you want to hit it all the time. It's awesome. But you got your father-in-law yeah. here. Hey, you explain I love how you explain oh. that in the book, too. And you're Man. such a natural in the book, too. How do you... Because you're a reader. That, that, cause I, yeah. I was like, how does this girl sound so good? <laughs> like, really, you're talking about, I don't know, what book of Solomon? I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. You're author. Like, what is this girl talking about? But it, it all... I was telling yeah. this to my wife. I go, all this... This is why, this, that's why you're so brilliant, because... This whole work that you've done your whole life mm -hmm. is now coming to fruition, oh, and you're wow. able to easily fire off oh, things, and you're like, you, you're, you're good in any setting. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's the, this is what is so gorgeous about each of us as individuals, right? Because I think oftentimes we're like, you get into a space, even in the corporate world, right, where you're just like, oh, I've, I've just got to be like the other people. You know, I've, I've just got to fit into what they're doing. And the thing is that, like, yo, your individual experiences yeah. have made you what you yeah. are, so you are sufficient for the moment you're in. A thousand percent. You know what I'm saying? A thousand percent. Then, like, there's no way I write this book at the, time, at the time I write it without having done the things I've done, without being a voracious reader where I'm just, like, I'm picking up books, I'm, like, devouring them. You know what I mean? Like, I love to get in there and just be, like, lost in a different world, tell somebody else telling me a story. My favorite genre is historical fiction of women. I want to know their stories. Like, I read the, one of the most incredible books I've ever read is like Cleopatra, the memoirs of Cleopatra, written by this woman, Margaret George. The shit is like 700, 800 pages, but it's so fascinating because you're just like, yo, nobody talks about Cleopatra like this. No, you know I what I mean? And she's out here like a hoe or something. You know, they're like, oh, she was Mark Anthony yeah. and then she's with like Caesar and yeah. she's going in between. I'm like, no. This woman, like, had to, like, rule an uh, entire empire by herself at, like, 18 years old while people were trying to kill her. You know what I mean? And then, like, took control, like, at a time where they didn't really respect women like that. And then, oh, she's out here having kids and keeping wars at bay, and then it's like she has to commit suicide. Yo, it's crazy. Let me ask you a question. As you look into your future now, right, with everything yeah. you've done, are you, like, Political? Are you like, man, should I hit that? Are you thinking, uh, <laughs> oh God, like, what do you, what do you, in whatever you, you believe in? I, mm -hmm. I also, even if we disagree, I yeah. support you in your thing, of whatever course. it is. What do you think of now? Because you are like, you're a winner. You're so young still. It's mm -hmm. not like you're like, you know, yeah. what do you, what do you want? What's your, what yeah. do you want to do? More books? More, you speaking more? What, what, what makes you happy? What? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the key right there. Right there. Like, 
I would say like for the last 15 years. No, I'll make it more condensed. Last 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'll say since my husband's death, right? Like I have been singularly focused on my own happiness. Completely unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Being like, okay, do I like the people I'm with? Do I like the job I'm in? Mm-hmm. Do I like the situation? Whatever. I don't care what the situation. Do I like my doctor? You know, like right. and I don't do anything out of obligation. Right. Are, are there family members I no longer want to talk to? Right. Yes. Right, right. Fantastic. Awesome. Okay. You know what I mean? And so I have become so accustomed to listening to my own gut, mm-hmm. my own spirit. So what is it telling? I'm kind of in a wait. To be honest, like. But if you were to pick, if let's say right now, if right now, but I know you don't. I know you don't do that. But yeah. for you, let's say we get to, hey, you know, we're gonna pick. Yeah. What would you go into? What What is your vibe? Because my vibe with you is mm-hmm. politician. Because <laughs> you're a leader. Because because and for a lot of good reasons because 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 you you can you. Let's not fight, but you can fight the fight. Yes, yes. yes. And you have, yes. and, and you're not an idiot. And also, and you have so you have heart. Yes. So you have empathy. You have empathy. everything we want because in somebody. Actually, that's what's missing. That's the hardest thing. In everything, in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In life, yeah, yeah. it's it's like I mean, it's like. Too much arguing happens. No, no, and, and it's like, look, I understand that a woman of your style, like, like even like booking the car for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't send you a regular car. Yeah, that, no, that's not happening. Can't, no, uh, can't uh, happen. That's the no, quickest way for you for you to do a 360 no, and go right back. You can't. No, but you're not getting in the car. You don't, I'm not don't want. At the car and be like, yeah, I'm exactly, here. right. But but I have to emphasize your hair. You don't want it to frizz. Your high heels, stuff that I'm gonna do in my world, right? But I think about that. Yeah. Right, because I'm 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 trained and I am obsessed with empathy. Yeah. Of yeah. why is she this way? Look, look at this girl's trajectory, man. Right. She's been overlooked her whole life. I'm telling. Now, even in even in and we joked about it, but even in the fitness space yeah. with what you're doing <laughs> to get up, listen to get up, yeah. put the knee pads on, listen to the music, do these ridiculous. You. You're doing two a days now. Yo, two a days. I'm you're, swimming too. You know, you're swimming. I, I just want to tell you, you're swimming. swimming. You're dieting. I am yeah. so proud of you in that aspect because I remember when you started that. Yes. I, I remember you literally when you started oh posting God. the videos, your yeah. outfits were completely different completely back then, different. right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally different. That was a mom look, whatever. Right? Exactly. But now, and the fact that you're like, no makeup on, I don't yeah, care, yeah, I, yeah. I, no. I'll cover the hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. you I'm wear the thing, I'm gonna run out of the way, I'm pushing yes. sleds. That's right. We need that kind of leadership yeah. the world needs. Mm. Where you're going to put it, mm. Mm. it's for your soul yes. and what you feel inside. Right. But tell me, you're not, t- argue with me, you're not the perfect person for that. You can't. Yeah. You, can, you are. Look, I, I, I really love politics. I really do. Like, I, um, I think politics is misunderstood because it's like, oh, I'm just going to come in and, like, make a big speech and then da 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 no, but politics is about how you work with people. You know, you take the concerns of your constituents and then you try to work with somebody else to make their yeah. life. It's messed up because of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the first yeah. thing. If, if we were, yeah. if every, if every politician in the world had a, had a, a, a salary cap. Yeah. Okay. Then hey, Never. here's the best thing. Then you, however you manage your your I'm your, your but the problem is we get a good. What usually happens is you get a good person like you. Mm-hmm. And whatever you stand, then what happens? Oh, okay, then you get your team running. You go, no, no, you can't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because look, here we go. Yeah. Look how much they're giving <laughs> us here. And oh, yeah. Beyonce doesn't like this. You want to keep going to be friends with her, right? Oh no, you want her to sing that's, in your thing. That's the part. That's, that's the part. That's like, the I'm hard like, part. Oh, man. That's a, but you yeah. can cut through that because you're that so, special. I'll take notes. 
know what I'm saying? saying? I'm telling you. Why are you not in politics? Because my job is this, for now. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not as smart as you. Like, but I'm not as smart as you at all. On, no, no, no. You're, come I, on. No, my, my, my stuff's not. My thing is different. My thing is to, I'm more of, I see things mm-hmm. and I help people mm. in spots and places that maybe they don't see it. Mm. You know? If you ran and, today, I bet you people would vote for you. I don't know. I, I don't I think be, so. because I don't have what you have. But you're like so motivated. I, I, be, 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 yeah. Because I'm a failure. Yes. They, you're but you're oh, a winner. I totally, I totally no, get you know that. what I'm saying? But, but, you, but you have you have what somebody can back up. You have right now. Mm. I don't have that yet. Mm. I'll have it one. Like my, my destiny is set. Yeah. Two years from now, a, a month yeah. from now, whatever it is, I will hit in a way that that that's the man upstairs set me to be. And that destiny's already it's emotional, right? Mm-hmm. But you've already done. That you nobody consider you could sit with you and say nothing to you because yeah. you're you are like uh like an established uh almost like you look at a hall of fame athlete mm-hmm. that has had his run and now goes into ownership yes, or goes into right. that's where you're at right, right now right 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 exactly in, in right. everything you do so yeah. it's what do we do now yeah is yeah. it is it uh because is it the bose uh media thing where you're yeah. like you know what i want right. to uh, is that what i feel right. but because of your presence and what you do I think that to me is for you. I think that'd be that. that that's yeah. okay. I mean, look, I, mean, I, I, I love. love um, well, clear, I love clear, people. I love, people. Yeah. I love, my, I love community. my community. I love, I love being, able being able to, to just make, make the environment I'm, I'm in more equitable. More equitable. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things that I'm really interested in. If I felt like I could do that well and well and you could, I would go. Now you're fighting. There's gonna be fighting, obviously, because you see it, but you can do it. I'm like, if I felt like I could really make a change in that way, I would do it. Or maybe it's in a different, you know. But it starts with that for you, I think, because you really fit that. But two more questions. I could talk to you all day. Favorite type of music. I know, I know. I saw you. You know, you did a whole. I know you like it, but you like. I saw you make a big push on Ghana music. I, oh, you did yes, a, like a documentary yes, now or something. Yes, you did yes, right. Yes, yes. But who's your f- favorite uh, of all? Who's who do you like? Obviously, is it Beyonce oh, number one? Man, Beyonce? Man. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? Exactly. I've seen Beyonce three times already now. Um, that was in no. Month. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, my favorite song is is good, probably gonna be a surprise. It's Paul Simon. Okay. Diamonds on the soles of her shoes. It's. Uh, all right, I like that. It's you know he uses African music. You know, but this white like folk singer right. who created a sound that was actually very disruptive at the time, you know, um, but also utilized African artists. What's um, the name of the song? What is it Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes. Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes. Yes. It, it, it's so interesting because being Cuban, Cuban, you get the best of both worlds. We have the Europeanness of the Spaniards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we have the, the rhythm yes, and soul of, of the, the island, right? That yes. comes. Yes, from the African beats and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. There, there's a there's a slavery language called Nyenya that they sing at the Buena Vista Social Club, who oh. became real popular, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. that that they brought when they came in from oh, from Africa. Wow. That's really popular, and and the beat. So that's what gives us the rhythm yes. and the friendliness and all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. A- and I I'm so thankful. That you took the time to do this, oh, you know. Thank you for me. I, I, I'm I'm so thank grateful. You for your yeah, I love it. You know I, I I've always loved everything you do, <laughs> and I'm like uh, such a, a big fan of of your story and everything you're gonna accomplish. Oh, I, I'm amazed you. by that. I always end my the show with this. Uh-huh. Have a question for me. What can I help you with? Ask me a question. Ooh, ooh ask you a question. Yeah. Okay, so I am um, I'm at the place where I'm like I said I'm. 
of quieting, mm -hmm. you know, to really hear my inner thoughts, my spirit, etc. How do you get quiet? I'm quiet all the time. Are you? Yeah, like in my brain, I'm in, I'm with you in uh, Santorini or me, wherever you were, that's my brain. Like, I don't know why, but those, so I'm the biggest failure in the history of Miami baseball. Mm. My dad abused me through the sport, mm. very bad physically. Mm. And I was known for that. And my household was a very chaotic household. Mm. When you grow up in the 90s and you don't have a TV in your room, and my dad kept me with him 24-7, yeah. and, and all the abuse came because of baseball and I wasn't successful, mm. In my brain, I would hide. Yes. So, Ooh, that's and, where so in. that's where I'm at all the time. So when I get here to Los Angeles and I watch, there's not a cloud in the sky, and I see yeah. you when I get talk. I'm in heaven right now. Yeah. Right. And that's how I am, 24/7. Now, wow. the hardest thing for me becoming a podcaster like that is expectations, mm -hmm. because what happens is people sit down with me, mm -hmm. and they fall in love immediately. In the point, <laughs> and I mean, they're like, oh my god. You should have a show. Let's yeah. do it. And, and, and where, where it really started to mess with me is when famous people started doing it to me. Oh, yes. Because they could gas you up yeah, and they're great yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, yeah. going to do anything. Right. You're never going to hear from them. You're never hear from them again. Yeah. And I'm like, but I learned that expectation, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. is put on process and effort and attitude, not on the results of what somebody tells you. Mm. So the only thing I bring to everything I do is amazing effort and, uh, and attitude. And if you write now to me, whatever, I go, oh, awesome, whatever, and then I leave it alone. But a lot of times I liked it so much and I fall in my heart, like, that's for me, oh my God, this is perfect, that I would be there. But other than that, I married the love of my life at 37, 38 oh, years old, yes, you know? Okay. So we've been together for eight years. Yeah. I saw her in high school, the hottest girl I've ever seen. <laughs> Never spoke to her because I had nothing. I didn't have a car. I didn't have anything going like, on. I, I had nothing. I saw her and she kind of looked at me smiling like, you left and that's it. Right. And then, so I grew up in, I went from Cuba to Spain. Mm -hmm. Lived there for uh, briefly, moved to Miami, mm -hmm. played college baseball a little bit. And then I decided I was going to be an actor. So I moved to Los Angeles mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I slept in these Hollywood Hills for six months. And I lived in a Toyota Corolla. I didn't know anybody. Wow. I didn't know anybody. And the man upstairs, mm -hmm. I ran away from baseball, and there was a guy by the name of Gary Austin who created something called The Groundlings. Mm -hmm. so a real famous improv theater. Mm -hmm. And I came here to act, so I'm gonna be an actor. I'm gonna do the furthest away thing from baseball. Yeah. And both when I, when I got there, and this guy, when Helen Hunt won her Academy Award for as good as it gets, she yes. thanked him. So this guy has to be good. Right. So his first class, I sit there, and I had been in my car for six months, I didn't talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. And I realized why people go crazy. Mm -hmm. Because I had all my belongings in my car, my foot's falling asleep at night from, yeah. from sleeping from being cramped. and from being cramped in a car. Yeah. And there's no, so I couldn't go on YouTube. I couldn't work it. So I'm all, it was, yeah. it was brain, yeah. brain, brain in, head, in my head. head. What am I going to do? And he's wearing a retro Houston Astros baseball jacket. And I go, this is a, and then from this there, the everything. So I, I, in six years, I became a, a celebrity baseball coach here in Los in Beverly Hills, working with six other people's kids. Yeah. And then I, I moved to a little town called Las Vegas. Yes. And I, and I, tiny little a little tiny little place. And I, I worked out, started as a promoter, and I worked my way up to be vice president of customer development for SBE, yeah. who was a, yeah. and I ran Hyde in the Bellagio. Oh, so and in four years, that made me, uh, I, I really learned how to deal with people. So incredible, isn't it? But all of those experiences. Yeah, that's what, and, and, yes. and if I could tell you, everybody that in my life I wanted to meet, mm -hmm. I'm meeting. And the coincidence of that, there's no one, but it's just so crazy. Ooh. 
It's it's insane. Like I could say, I I, I saw like I see you on TV, and I go, I'm gonna talk to her soon, and then and boom, then you, and then and here you are, see, you know, and then here you are, right? And then it's like this, and that's happening to me constantly. And yeah. all what I'm passionate about is, so I was four years in Vegas. I lived at the Ari Hotel. I've never, not that I have anything against it, I've never drank, I've never done drugs in my life, nothing, mm, right? Mm, mm. And I've been around the most successful gamblers, the most successful people in the world. Yeah. And the message that, I, it's almost like when, I don't know if it was Moses or somebody, I came back with a message, right? <laughs> yeah. My message is, and the one thing I'm passionate about is, there'll never be another you again. Yeah. So I tell people, I go, when you see her, Let's focus on, don't worry about the nails. Because that's what people want to do. They're like, oh, yeah. those nails are going to be, they go to nails. Right. They go to the shoes. I go, don't right. worry about that. Right. Look at the heart. Look at the passion. Look at the caring. Look at the empathy. Mm. You don't find that. Mm. Look at the mother. Mm. Look how she's critical about herself. Mm. Look how she good. Look how she worries about the baby. Look how she worries about the daughter. This, 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 that. Look how she lets her be her. Look at the list. That, to me, is the specialness right. that people don't want to talk about. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I wish this was more cozy. It's all like jacked up. We're all here, all this. We should have done it. We do a studio better. This, this, and that. You know. Yeah, maybe get maybe a little closer. You know. You're. I'm so proud of you. So, uh, is it Bozama St. John? Bozama St. John. And all social handles. I'm gonna link you up there. I'm gonna do a link of the book too. I did the audio book. Oh yes. Okay. Super special. I heard you. I know the voice. The voice is your perfect for that. So thank you so much for doing this. I'm gonna link your stuff there below. There it is. Boom. Thank you. This is so great. Very, very really, good really job. Really what a natural great. talent. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.